You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we are back for a new episode this week. And I am so pumped because I'm about to do a series on how to build your downline. And I absolutely, absolutely love nothing more than teaching you how to position yourself as an expert, how to position yourself for attracting people to your organization that really are go-getters, that are coachable, that are hungry, that are that are wanting something more out of life. And I know for me, one of the most empowering parts of my journey in network marketing was building a team around me, was not just doing the business alone, but was having other women to do the business alongside it. And so today and over the next couple of weeks, I'm actually kicking off a series where I am going to be talking about how to find and attract top producing members to your organization. I'd encourage you to share this with your downline. This would be a great study for you guys to do together and do a Q&A session every single week after you listen to the podcast and brainstorm. So I'm excited to kind of roll this new series out. I've never done anything like this before, but I'm very, very excited for it. And today we're going to really talk about mindset. We're going to talk about, you know, what is what is the mindset of a top producer and what is the difference between somebody who has an average team and somebody that has a team that is just exploding with growth and opportunity. So we're going to really dissect that today. So if you're sitting here listening to this episode thinking, okay, I really do want to build a team, this is going to be a great place for you to plug in and leverage. Now, I want to talk about first and foremost, why is it important to build a team? Well, Here's the thing. You don't have to build a team in your direct sales business. And every company is slightly different with their compensation plan. Your company may give you an opportunity to be able to reach some of the top ranks in the in the organization by retailing and having a really strong retail base. And you can really climb up, make a lot of income, do very well by it just being you and the products that you endorse through your company. There's also usually a secondary opportunity to create income as well. And that is on the team building side. When you have a team, you have access to team cycle bonuses or group volume, quarterly bonuses. You know, there's all kinds of different incentives that can happen as you begin to build your organization. And so you really begin to have these two levers. You have the retail opportunity and the commissions that you make from customers, and you have the team building opportunity where you can create matching bonus, team cycle bonuses, quarterly bonuses, all of these things off of your team and their production. Now, here's the most important thing that we all need to be aware of is that it's not about just signing up a warm body to sign them up. 
And sometimes in network marketing, especially, it's so much easier just to sign everybody up as a quote unquote distributor, even if they have no interest in building the business. And sometimes just by having a person in a specific position in a downline can get you to the next bump in commission, can get you to the next bump in your rank or even a quarterly bonus. But what happens is it creates this false sense of an organization when you actually have a bunch of individuals in your organization that don't have any interest in building a business, but just want to get a discount on the products. And so that can lead to a lot of resentment. That can lead to a lot of frustration. And even though you may get to a rank rather quickly, it doesn't really say you're actually building a team. It means that you're just really good at retailing and putting people in specific spots. Now, with that being said, I really, I have found so much joy and passion over the years in building my downline, in finding and attracting and recruiting top talent. There isn't a way to 100%, you know, avoid having some people that come into your organization and say they want to work the business and then they actually don't work it. So what we're going to talk about today is how do you begin to kind of position yourself as the actual expert? How do you begin to kind of put yourself into that role where you are open for business? So before we dive into that, and I give you some great tips on that, I really want to talk about the reason why it's important to build a team and why I actually got started with team building. What was the flip of the switch for me? So number one, when I was in in the beginning parts of my direct sales business, I knew that if I wanted to make money today, right now, the fastest way that I could begin to earn commissions was through product sales. So I got out there. I was talking to people. I was sharing my results. I was introducing people to the products. I was hosting, you know, get togethers, whether it would be in my home or at the community center in our local area. And I was doing a lot of things to really get my customer base growing. I was supporting my customers who were using the products to help them get results, knowing that if my people got results, it was building my personal confidence, but it was also social proof that what I was doing was working and it wasn't just it wasn't just exclusive to me and myself. And so as I was be- building my customer base, I was also really immersing myself in the culture of my direct sales team. And every Monday night, we would do a team call. There were national wake-up calls where the company would choose people from the field to speak and train the network. And I began to understand through those trainings the importance of building a team. I also began to understand that I could exponentially grow my income if I had other women that were doing the business alongside of me. And it started to become incredibly appealing because I have a big vision. I have a big dream. I knew that I could help hundreds and thousands of women achieve their health and fitness goals. I knew that the company's products worked. And I wanted to take my business all the way to the top. Also, I began to understand that I was only one individual and I could only help a finite amount of people and give them the level of quality of customer service that I felt was acceptable. 
And so I began to understand through company trainings and listening to other leaders speak that if I had a team of women that all cared about health and fitness, that were passionate about the company's products, that wanted to create an excellent excellent customer service for experience for their customers that I could have a wide reaching influence. And so we could help more people together. So I began to really formulate my stance on who I wanted to link arms with. And I began to really talk about it very publicly that I was building a team. And I also started to pay attention to the people who were using the products, were getting results, were loving them. And I started to invite those people to join my team because I realized that we could make a greater impact with a larger team. I also understood that I could move my business forward and achieve bigger goals if I also had a team alongside of me. So first and foremost, you have got to do your due diligence to say, What does team building do for me and my family, my finances, and my future? Is your compensation plan one that rewards you for building an organization? Is there income that you potentially could be leaving on the table if you are not in team building mode? So really step number one is for you to do your research and to ask those questions. I know for me, there was a lot of income that was available for me to earn if I immersed myself in the team building mode. Now, the second thing, once you understand why it's important for you to build a team, the second thing is the mindset. I was away this past weekend and I was at a wedding and and a lot of the people that were attending the wedding are also people that I've known through the direct sales opportunity. And at dinner one night, we were talking about what makes a team thrive and what makes a team struggle. And I very simply said, you know, it is the mindset. It is the energy of the leader that is causing them to thrive or to survive. And a lot of leaders get to a point in their organizations where they get a little burnout. They get a little stagnant. They sort of hit a plateau in their business. And if you are continuing to do the same business activities month after month after month, you know, you kind of get into you kind of get into this like status quo and you lose a little bit of your joy. And I know that as as leaders in the organization, it's easy to fall into that rut, especially when you've been in the business as long as I have, 12 years, right? And so I look at some of these younger, newer generation leaders that are emerging through the company, and I can feel their energy. And even some of the leaders that have been around just as long as I have, I can feel their energy. Their energy is absolutely magnetic. And I will tell you that they are recruiting people to their organizations because their energy is one that you just are attracted to. And so my first question to you is, even if you don't know how to recruit a top, you know, a top team builder, even though, even if you don't know how to do email marketing 100% perfectly, do you have that energy, that excitement of I'm 
I'm attracting top talent. I am a top leader. I am attracting people that want to run alongside of me. So for me per- personally, you know, as a new distributor, I remember thinking every single month as we were doing these opportunity calls, I was inviting people to my uplines call. And I can remember very distinctly thinking, oh my gosh, if I keep inviting people to her call, why would they want to sign up with me? If I want to build a top organization, I have got to be the one that is hosting my own business opportunity events. I can't keep sending people to her. Also, I had a slightly different style of the way that I was doing things. And so I wanted to make sure that my style was one that my people were being introduced to. So I bit the bullet. And I set a date to host my very first opportunity event. I remember watching my uplines recording and creating my own slides, my own outline, and actually going out there and doing my own opportunity call. I had no skill, no talent, and no background in this area. I wasn't even a leader. I have like air quotes going right now. I wasn't even ranked as a leader at that point, but I acted as if I was already the top leader attracting top talent to my team. I was so scared. I had butterflies. My throat was dry. I'm sure my voice cracked as I was hosting that first opportunity event. And actually, nobody even showed up to that event live. But here's what I did. I recorded the event. I pretended as if I was speaking to hundreds of women that were excited about the opportunity. I then, after the event was over, I had recorded it, so I was able to process that recording and send it out to all of the people that did express interest but didn't actually show up live to the event. I was able to go on social media afterwards and talk about how amazing my very first live opportunity event was and how excited I was to mentor my next class of new partners. And I talked about it as if I already had people that were ready to enroll, that had signed up, and that my team was actually thriving. Little did people know I was just getting started. But I visualized the success. I visualized the team around me, and I wasn't afraid to put it out there. Heck, nobody had shown up to the live event, but guess what? Because I recorded it, because I talked about the recording afterwards on my social media, and I called people to action by saying, if you missed the the live event, but you would like to listen to the recording, please send me a private message. So I was growing my contact list. I was growing my people that were interested, and I did sign up one or maybe two team members that month, but I did it again. And I talked a lot very publicly about how I was growing a top organization, how I was on fire for this business, how it had changed my life, how it was giving us some flexible income. You know, we had come from uh, uh, two paychecks down to a single family income and we were barely making ends meet. And now all of a sudden we had a little additional income to be able to pay for our groceries, to pay down some of our debts. And I knew that if this business impacted our family this way and allowed me to continue being a stay-at-home mom, there had to be other women out there that were also feeling the same pinch. And so the more I shared, the more I talked about how I was building my business in the pockets of mom life, 
the more I began to attract other women who wanted the same things. But if I would have sat around and said, I can't talk about the opportunity until I am successful. I can't talk about the opportunity until I've reached a certain income level or rank within the company. I would have missed out on all of that momentum building that I had done early on. So your mindset, your energy is everything. If you're listening to this right now and you have said to yourself, I feel like I should be further along. I've been in the business for three, four, five years and I still don't have leaders. I want you to look back over your time in the business and say, how has my energy level been? Also, rate yourself today on a scale of one to five, five being your energy is through the roof. It is magnetic when people are around you. They can't help but want to go after their goals. Or is your energy a one, meaning you're depleted? You are not excited about the business. All you do is complain about the opportunity. All you do is look at where you should be or where you thought you would be by now or how much income you thought you would be earning or how many leaders you thought you would have. That kind of thinking is an energy detractor. We need to be in an abundant energy source, meaning we're radiating positivity. We're attracting high vibe people. We are surrounding ourselves with go-getters. We are solution oriented and we're excited about the opportunity. If you are not excited about the business model that you are a part of and that your products and your programs actually work, then we really need to evaluate the company that we've aligned ourselves with at first. Also, you do have to look at your circle of influence. Are you surrounding yourself with people who are complainers, who are not looking for opportunity, who are looking at all of the obstacles? If that is the case, then obviously your business is not going to thrive if that is who you're surrounding yourself with. So what are a few things that we can do to really begin to get ourselves into the mindset of building a top producing organization? Number one, we have to make sure that we understand our business model and our compensation plan. Why is it important for you to build a team? Number two, you need to ask yourself, do you want to build a team? Does that part of the business model excite you? Because if it doesn't, we're going to stick with commissions and creating customer wins and growing our customer base. If it does excite you, the next step is for you to just check your energy at the door. When you think about your personal business and your type of recruiting style, I want you to think about abundance. I want you to know that your people are out there. I want you to know that there are top performers and top producers that are waiting to be invited. So we're going to check that energy level, making sure that we're positive, we're excited, and that we have belief in ourselves. Just like I did not know how to host my own opportunity event, I had the belief in myself that I would figure it out. I also wasn't afraid of failure. And I truly believe that you can't be afraid of failure either. No matter how much planning and preparation that you do, something will always not go exactly as planned. But if we're so fearful of that, we never take the steps and actually learn through the process. So I want you to say, am I energized and excited about my future team? Am I positioning myself to win? Meaning I'm putting myself in circles with people that are solution oriented, that are excited, that are ready to take the next steps. Then the last thing that I want you to do is I want you to sit down and set a goal. 
set a team building goal. I want you to say to yourself over the next 30 days, how many team members do you want to enroll? How many team members? So sit down and say, if you've, if on average over the past six months, you've recruited one person a month, then let's say two people in the month of September. If you've recruited two people on average, can we say three or four? Can we double that number? And what I want you to do is if you are going to invite, if you're going to sign up two new team members in the month of September, that means that we need to invite 20 people to learn more about the opportunity. That means that over seven to 14 days on our social media, we are going to be focusing on the business opportunity. And yes, I am going to be giving you a little more guidance and information about these things over the next couple of podcast episodes, but I at least want to get the ball rolling and starting to get you thinking about what building a top producing organization is going to look like. It has everything to do with you. Your success rises and falls on your ability to get out there and build a top producing team by leading with energy and empathy. If you are surrounded by people who are whining and complaining and not looking at the opportunity for the amazing blessing that it is, it is time to get a new circle. All right. Okay, you guys, I am so excited about teaching you how to build a top producing organization. One of the great tools that I have created is a confident recruiting guide. You can download the confident recruiting guide by going to the show notes of this podcast episode and downloading the the PDF that also comes with video lessons as well. It's a great way for you to start building your confidence in your recruitment. You guys, recruiting has helped me to, number one, step into my highest self. Number two, it is taught me how to love leadership and how to serve other people. It has unlocked the compensation plan for me at the highest level. It has allowed me to not only pay off my debts to travel the world, but empower and support other people in doing the same. The greatest blessing of direct sales is, yes, it changes your life personally, but it is so cool when you see the business change other people's lives too, and knowing that you had a hand in that transformation. All right. If you love today's podcast episode, even though we've kept it short and sweet, I would love for you to head on over to iTunes. Leave me a rating and review. It helps other podcast listeners find this podcast and be empowered and inspired by the tips and tools that I share here. Also, take a screenshot. Tag me on Instagram at Melanie Mitro. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. I always love hopping into the DMs and chatting with you and hearing what has really been the most impactful to you. All right, friends, as always, let's make it a great week and let's go out there and attract our tribe. All right, we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody.